Said a boom, 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 and everybody say wayo. Wayo. I heard that a, a better way to do it is to both count down, but I think our way of doing it is way cooler. I think that's a perfect way of doing it. I think so too. But it could mean that I'm slightly out because I don't remember when you said wayo in relation. But I say it after. What do you mean? I think you say it fine. I think it's fine. Don't you worry. You say I said a boom, boom, it's boom. It's just because in the say, wayo, um, pause wayo. It's just because in the last episode I was like I couldn't figure out whether I was slightly out. In the audio, I couldn't figure out if uh, you were too far ahead or too far back. So I kept like manipulating it a little bit. And then I was like, no, that's not right. So realistically, I should just leave it. But speaking of leaving it, hello and welcome to the Extremely Uninteresting Podcast. My name is Roy. I'm joined this week by everyone's favorite, Donald Duck. How the quack are you doing, Donald? I don't know what's happening, but you're moving your mouth and I can't hear you. I was doing a Donald Duck, a very bad Donald D- Donald Donald Duck impression. I don't know what it was about the way you were doing it, but I couldn't hear you. But I'm sure it will pick up on your mic. So yeah, I, we'll see. It will be we'll a mystery see. to me how good your Donald Duck impression actually was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I could I could do a good one. Brilliant. You've sneezed like Tom Cruise on Graham Norton. Uh, Nowhere near as good as Tom Cruise on Graham Norton. But uh, do you remember, that's going to be horrible to listen to. Do you remember why I had to call you Donald Duck? Like the rest of this podcast? Yeah. Do you remember why I had to call you Donald Duck? Um, We brought it up in the last episode or something. Like we were going over like which um, names have been used in the past. Mm -hmm. And you said Donald Duck. And I was like, I don't know if you've ever actually called me Donald Duck. Hmm. So you were like, okay, I'm calling you Donald Duck in the next episode. Something along those okay. lines, I assume. Okay, that's good. Because um, I just have written on my notes, remembered what well, it says, Dan Lad Duck. But I'm assuming it's supposed to say Donald Duck. <laughs> Dan Lad Duck, that's <laughs> me. So We've uh, got two ducks on the show tonight. My 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 uh, my lovely co-host may or may not be missing. My God. Oh. I'm going to have to go get Mimi. You entertain the people while I go. This is professionalism at its finest. Amazing. This is the pinnacle of professionalism. We had an episode called The Pinnacle of Professionalism, which was one of our one of our early episodes when we were but an but a fetus of a podcast. Um I'll figure out which episode it was. I want to say like 3 or 4. 3. Oh, I'm a genius. That was released on the 12th of February 2021. A full almost 3 years ago. My maths is not there. But yeah, that's uh I can now see Mimi. The lovely co host is here. Um so both co hosts are here now. We're here, I'm here, we Mimi's here. Wah, wah, wah. And Mimi is here too. Mimi doesn't speak, she just waves. If you want to know what Mimi and Ducky are and how we're both like functioning adults, uh go to our Instagram, Alex Trubial Interesting, and you'll see a picture of them both. They they're both incredibly cute and they've just become part of the show. So mm. I'm sure you. I would are... say they are the show, really. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm sure you are entertaining the people, fantastically, but I'd like to think so. God, I I feel like I'm really unfit. I feel out of breath that I just ran, literally like ten meters. Maybe you are really unfit. Have you been you've been uh, exercising much recently, Rory? Yeah, quite a lot. Um, in terms of I do like you know workouts three times a week. Um, I'm going for long walks. I walk to, I walk like. 10 miles yesterday but not but not that much running i guess i want to start running again but that's not interesting i'm just i just feel really <sighs> feel really out of breath god it's the excitement of this episode it's uh it's getting to you that must be it that must be it but speaking of excitement oh jesus <laughs> speaking of what sorry <laughs> speaking of excitement want to try that again no, no 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 it's fine i got it kind of Shall we shall we wrap up some little bows that we had last week? Yeah, sure. I don't know what bows we have to wrap up. Uh, well, but... I mean, one little bow is that I said that I would... Uh, I could have just not brought this up, but I said that I would order a, a feeder CD and we'll see what the actual lyrics for Buck Rogers are. Oh, of course. I'm excited. Go ahead. Hit me with it. Yeah, I haven't done that. Um, oh, brilliant. It's, it's funny <laughs> because... I... I'm shocked. I'm I'm actually shocked that I forgot about it to be honest because I wrote it down in my uh, podcast notes 
which I have on a on a Google Doc, and I bolded it. And when I bold something, it's for me to you know remember it. Actually, do yeah. And I just I must have looked at it like five five or six times between the last recording and this recording. I just didn't do it. And I'm like I'm trying to figure out why that's happened. I can't. I haven't got the answers for you. I'm afraid. <laughs> so, it, but now it just says "oops" next to it. So, um, join us next week, and <laughs> or in two Not weeks' next time. Week. In yeah. two weeks' time, I should say, to learn what the actual lyrics to Feeder's Buck Rogers song is slash are. I'm not correct. I'm not sure which is the correct one to use. <laughs> That's the only really loose end I had to tie up. Um, I've also made a note about Whamageddon. Um, apparently we haven't started yet our number one fan is uh, is also gonna also gonna be uh playing whamageddon this year oh, so, that's, that's so, so that's very exciting also i I was thinking about maybe giving you some homework to do with whamageddon because this isn't something i'm gonna dump on you right now but i was i was thinking about it the other day and what would you say the equivalence of whamageddon is for different seasons like for halloween is it like you have to go all of october without seeing a pumpkin or something like that or for i don't know transfer deadline day you have to not see a yellow tie various other (laughs) my favorite season transfer deadline day what would what would you say the seasons or or like um i don't know holidays i guess are because obviously um in this country we have what we have um Halloween, kind of to an extent, but not really. But uh, Christmas, Guy Fawkes Night, Easter. What else is there? Um, I guess November fifth would be don't hear a firework, but that would be kind of difficult. I feel like you'd lose that on July first at one minutes past <laughs> twelve for the year. July first, January first. Why, why July first? <laughs> it would have been a funny. It would have been a funny thing to say if I didn't say July instead of January. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. You must have thought, man, I've just made a wise, a, good, a wise, a good joke. Why is he just staring at me? Yeah, I was confused for a moment, but then it clocked that I said July and not January. But um, for so for twenty twenty four, we're gonna have to go the whole year without hearing the fireworks to complete Guy Fawkes Night. I like how for Whamageddon, it's literally like twenty four, twenty five days you have to go. But you've decided. For Guy Fawkes Night is such a big occasion <laughs> that you need to go the whole year yeah, without not... hearing a firework in order to do it. How about we just do what Guy... You have to go the whole year without attempting to blow up Parliament. <laughs> and then you pass. Because the way things are going, I'm not sure if I could complete that. It might be a struggle, I'll be honest. Yeah. Next, next year is looking like a struggle, depending on depending on how a couple things go. Parliament mm. is looking real explosive to me. It really is. It's it's begging for it. Some would say. <laughs> We're joking, of course. We're not going to blow up Parliament, but or are we? <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. But yeah, that's, that's this some... is a comedy podcast. Nothing we say should be taken literally. No, that's some, that's some homework Ever. I have for you. So okay, I'll, I'll, and I'll, also I'll, for I'll, me, I'll, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll put my thinking thinking cap on once should, i find it should we yeah you would need to find that so should we decide what the seasons are or shall we do that off camera we'll do that off camera that will take way too long <laughs> because obviously like you know they have a million seasons in like america and germany have like or like holidays i should say not i think you seasons. find there's actually only four no holidays is what i mean i don't mean seasons i mean holidays but they have loads mm. of them in like america and like germany especially in the south they have like thousands of holidays one every five minutes anytime jesus sneezed they have a fucking holiday for it true because and he had allergies so <laughs> being, day. being born in a stable when you got allergies must have just been awful it's just mm. constant those, those fucking shepherds came and they're like look we brought all of these sheep and he's like i wish you fucking didn't chew <laughs> jesus christ of chew you know shit like that Good banter, I know, right? Jesus Christ, a chew might have to be the name of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Um, But then again, I What's it going to be for, like, day? You just have to not... (laughs) (laughs) That's getting cut. Um, It's just going to be... It's just going to be a very long bleep, that one. (laughs) What's it like... What's it like for beep? You just have to beep. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's content. That's what the people are here for. Yeah, or, or maybe it will just go, and no one will know. 
<laughs> I, I, I imagine you'll just cut the whole thing out. And then this will all just be pointless. Speaking of pointless, you. Shall we move on to the <laughs> weekly segments? Yes. Just with the breaks right there. <laughs> Shall <laughs> Under the weekly segments that happen every single week. So, um, the first weekly segment that happened ev- happen every Pokemon. <laughs> you wouldn't know this is episode, um, whatever it is. 84. Like 80, 84. But yeah, let's move on to the, the weekly segments that happen every single week. So, the first weekly segment that happens every single week is the main segment, the best segment, at least of the two. 50-50 chance. Unicorn fact of the week. Oh boy. Every single week, it's the best. You love it. Everyone loves it. Play jingle here. Avocado. It's <laughs> a good one. It's a good one. Ah, uh, good, good, good stuff. Good stuff. This episode is off to a real excellent start. And I can't Shut wait up, to make man. it that much more unlistenable when it gets to what the episode's actually about. It's a conspiracy theory episode, in case you, in case you, or were, is it, or is it? Yeah, in case you didn't listen to last week's episode where we, you know, dropped the big reveal that this is going to be a conspiracy theory episode. But anyway, is that a big reveal? We technically have a schedule. <laughs> we do technically have a schedule, but we don't always um, stick to it. The two spooky episodes over Halloween during October were, you know, kind of threw us off schedule. But we're back on it now, so it's fine. And we're also back on the Unicorn Fact of the Week. So this week's Unicorn Fact of the Week that happens every week is the ancient Greeks believed that unicorns were real. Because they are. Several eminent Greek ancient academics uh, asserted to have seen unicorns with their own eyes. And because of this, everyone sort of just thought that they were real. This is why they are absent from uh, ancient Greek mythology, because, you know, you can't construct a myth around a creature that isn't mythical you know that if it's real and also why it appears more in like actual like history books and history tales natural history tales rather than mythology greeks also believe that it lived in india and uh, i think i brought this bloke up before in a previous unicorn fact of the week cetesius um yeah r- I, that name sounds familiarly pronounced mm-hmm. wrong yep so he, he he wrote a book called indica which translates to on india and um basically he acquired knowledge from you know people around that region who had uh made sculptures and whatnot of unicorns and he said Facts that uh, you know he just came back and was like oh this is a thing they have in india you know they have this one horned horse so everyone just sort of believed it to be real. So there you go. That sounds like a conspiracy theory I can get behind. It's a fact, not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> we don't do conspiracy theories on this podcast. We exclusively present cold, hard facts. I mean, one of my conspiracy theories, um, because there's like, it, mine, I've got two conspiracy theories around the same topic, kind of I'm a thing. little concerned about it, because I might have the same thing, but we'll, we'll see. That would be funny. Why would we have the same thing? Because of the thing you said, and I was like, I guess, I, I guess. <laughs> of all the conspiracy theories, if we brought the same one. Yeah, but one... you said, like, avoid blue, and yeah. I was like, huh. <laughs> A lot of things are blue, to be fair. Um, yeah, that's the thing. What if I chuck an S on the end of it? Blues? Yeah. Oh, then no. Okay, good. We're fine then. <laughs> okay, I feel like I know what yours is going to be then. Or do I? Go ahead. Take a guess. Something to do with Robert Johnson selling his soul to the devil. We'll find out. We'll find out. <laughs> what? What a cliffhanger. Foreshadowing. Before we find out on that, let's do the second of our weekly segments that uh, happened every single week. Jurassic pause for the S. And that's the the past is uninteresting, which is sure a segment. Is. When you said dramatic pause, it sounded like you were saying like Jurassic pause. And I thought it was going to be like... A Jurassic Park type. That could be like the next project of Crowdy Cow Productions, Jurassic Paws, where it's like Jurassic Park with, with like giant cats instead. That sounds very exciting. Mm. Jurassic Paws, you say. Jurassic Paws, you say. Let me look up and see if that really exists. Jurassic Paws. I mean, it doesn't really... I, I guess it kind of works. Jurassic Paws. 
you know. Um, pause. Or it's just really gay dinosaurs. <laughs> Jurassic pause. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic pause. <laughs> I mean, it seems to. There's people who have used it, but it doesn't seem to be a. It seems there's like a dog walker in Devon mm-hmm. called Jurassic Paws. I don't think there's uh, enough monopoly take... on the on the name. I'm assuming they take them like they take the dogs on walks over the um, Jurassic Coast. Yeah, I would say so. So that's not Jurassic really what we're going for. And they're more like no. dogs, whereas we're going to hit the cat market, you know? We are. Anyway, that's our next the past mo- is uninteresting. That's our next money-making segment or idea that will definitely like come to... Disney World co- Order. Disney World Order will happen eventually, I promise. I don't know when. After I finish this podcast, I'm going to devote... We're going to devote the hours that we are that I spend recording and editing this podcast every week. I'm going to devote that to writing Disney World Order. And it will that will be the... Uh, that's a the flat out episode lie. will be like yeah well it is the 100th episode that we eventually make will be like the unveiling of jurassic paws and straight veg and straight veg is straight veg is is you know exists in more of a way than the others i did mention that in the last episode maybe i'll show you, you some of the designs if you remind me but the past is uninteresting um i asked sure Dan is. a question based on one of our previous episodes, something that was said, something that was brought up, um, you know, see if he remembers it slash listen to it sort of thing. So this week's question is the um, we named episode 44 and say we I did. Who's in charge? Me or the devil? OK, which was after named after a famous darts clip that we brought up during the episode. Can you tell me what the score that the darts player was going for in that video was. Oh my god! Did you think yes. I was going to ask you the? I thought uh, you were going to ask me who was the darts player. I was like, that's way too easy. It's Ted Hankey, the yeah. count, convicted yeah. sex offender. Um, <laughs> for real? Yeah, for real. Look it up. So I think it's a bit questionable that you're bringing him up, but you know, um, he wasn't then. He wasn't then when it <laughs> when we did that episode. Oh wow, he that was happened just a weird in guy. March 2022. Damn, I didn't. Yeah. I totally missed that. Yeah, the episode, yeah. Uh, the episode came out in uh, in January 2022. So yeah, I like to cut use, some slack, like, lads. Whenever someone posts a clip of it on Twitter, because yeah. it's it's a really fucking funny clip, I, I see it and I get excited, so I can comment underneath it. Like, don't think posting a clip of a convicted sex offender is a good look, mate. And then I wait about, <laughs> I wait about five minutes and watch the tweet get taken down. It brings me way much more joy than it should. Um, I did it to Visa one time, which is probably my proudest moment. Nice. But anyway, so he says, who's in charge? Me or the devil? I know it because it is called like the devil's finish or something along those lines. I think, does he hit nine? Double ten, I think is what he's going for. Do I want double something or double? Who's in charge? Me or the devil? Nine double ten, shake his hand. Just like that. Come on, you cunt. Fuck it, you cunt. So I'm going to say he's trying to get 29? Or is what, it what, I'm, what I'm asking, just for clarification, I'm asking which like single score on a darts board he's going for. So the score with the one dart in particular that he's going for at the end. He says, do I want eh, eh, or eh, eh. Fuck it, I'm going. Uh, uh. I want the f- fuck it, I'm going. Uh, uh, part. I want the what oh. single score he's going for. I'm not asking for the total score, the total oh, okay. number. That would just just for clarification. Double ten, uh, then. Double ten is what he's going for. Double ten, he reckons. Yeah. Um, show me potato salad. Who's in charge, me or the devil? What the darts thing? Yeah. That's an L. That's a big L from you. It was double eight that we were looking mm. for, not double yeah. ten. Nine double eight, shake down, double ten. Yeah, yeah, that's really poor for me. That's so poor for me. Oh my god. I, I need to sap up my knowledge on the quotes of convicted sex offenders. <laughs> it is clearly a glaring hole in your knowledge. <laughs> it is. Something that needs to be rectified. 
I'm not enjoying these sentences or <laughs> I'm just not enjoying them. They're very questionable. They were yeah, totally they were totally innocent until you said that and then they I don't think they were. They came from a place well, of Well I think you are. <laughs> they came from a place of innocence. But I mean mm. after you said that it does it does appear. But no, anyway, you got that wrong. Uh, that's an L. Uh, that's the first one you've got wrong in a while. Normally, you're so good on our on our little uh, questions of of knowledge and all that. But I I I I, I um I uh, fuck it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what just happened? No, but um, I <laughs> glitch. That's just poor for me. I I was half. He said double twelve or double eight, so I was half, I was in between. You knew it was a odd number, at least an even number, rather. You knew it was an even number, at least. I knew he, I knew he got nine. I knew he hit nine and then uh-huh. went for the double. Do I fancy double twelve or double eight? Who's in charge? Me or the devil? It is a very good clip. It, I think it's like a, double twelve a... or double eight is known as like the devil's finish mm. or something. Fair enough. Fair enough. It is. It is a very good clip, and it's now been ruined for me forever. Um. Yeah, I didn't know that. So look at me being behind on the times. Maybe I would have gone with a different question. Maybe I wouldn't have. Who's to say? But this is live. This is live. Fuck it. We're doing it live and all that. Mm. Shall we dive into... I think he's also a sex offender, Bill O'Reilly. Oh, God. I can't... You... I... I have no idea if that's true or not. I don't think it is. That's probably libel. That's probably libelous. Bill O'Reilly. No, I don't think he is. I think he's just a bit of a weirdo. Like a weird right-wing bastard. But speaking of weird, white, weird right-wing bastards, Rory, what are we doing today? Fucking hell, what an accusation. Um, <laughs> I thought the most left party there is. I'm a woke snowflake and all that. But um, Conspiracy Theories is the game. Extremely uninteresting R- is the name. A, Rory's a big advocate of the British Communist Party. Oh. <laughs> Not the most left-wing party. <laughs> the most left-wing major party. But conspiracy anyway, theories. Anyway, what are we doing? I just I said it like five times. <laughs> okay. We're doing conspiracy theories. I've got um I've got a good one. Mm. Well, not really. I've got a <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um We haven't done conspiracy theories in a while. When was the last time we did a conspiracy theory episode? Um it would have been, like, been like a month ago, right? Um mm. that would have been that episode... is the idea, I think. Well, it would have been like two months ago, actually. It was fifth of September. Number 79, on the map. On the map. I think that was a good one. (laughs) What did we talk about? They're all good ones. They are all good ones. All of our episodes are fantastic. um, Well, on the actual map, I see Charmander. Mm -hmm. I see Vladimir Lenin. And I see a dinosaur. And a Chinese flag. And like an owl in the middle. And there's something else in the top right-hand corner, but I can't quite tell what it is. It says, uh, extremely interesting, be the name and conspiracy theory be our most potent... Ugh, God, I can't fucking read even though I wrote it. Extremely interesting, be the name and conspiracy theories be our most potent of game. Which, alright. Uh, this time we've got dinosaurs, stylish Russia, French books, and more on the menu. Or should I say, map doesn't you're so hideously unfunny i know right <laughs> uh, i think that was the one where i spoke about the like protocols of the elders of zion yeah yeah, yeah. You, know, you, that, like, you did the book that doesn't exist yeah people think it does that the, that one yeah I, I remember that um and i brought up dinosaurs um because i was like do i talk about the original dinosaur theory the lost dinosaur theory or do i talk about another theory to do with dinosaurs and i think we ended up going with another theory to do with dinosaurs or maybe it was just i think we did me. and also there's on the uh image for it there's salad finger slippers so oh which are s- still look incredible so i recommend everyone who wants to get me a good christmas present you should get me some salad finger slippers thank you very much yes conspiracy theories it's your turn to go first i believe or unless you unless you want to break the status quo and uh, stop being a little bitch and let me go first. It's up to you. No, I'll go first. Okay. Since you are so nicely. You are a prick. <laughs> <laughs> That's really got no relevance to anything I'm about to say. But, um, what the fuck? <laughs> I, needed, I needed a filler. I needed a filler spot to get my thoughts. Um, <laughs> okay. So... 
the thing is with these conspiracy theory episodes is I don't know about you, but I'm finding it really, really stressful to find good conspiracy theories that we haven't already done. Yeah. Or that are like horribly offensive. I feel like I've I've kind of just uh with my conspiracy theory that I brought, I've kind of just gone with something that we mentioned um fairly recently, um, in the last episode. And kind of ran with that and found a light-hearted sort of theory around that rather mm. than trying to find something super unique and convoluted that my stupid mouth won't be able to talk about very well anyway but you you, al- you always bring mouth. you always bring the bangers on conspiracy theory week so i'm excited to see what you got here okay so in my stress i went to tiktok like what am i gonna find there was so much, so much shit about the pyramids been there done that there's actually a lot of conspiracy theories about um matthew perry at the moment who rest um, in peace passed away but i was like that's way too soon not going anywhere near any of those yeah and yeah other stuff aliens and shit there's a lot of flat earth nonsense but one i did find which has been on my radar before and i don't believe we've spoken about before was uh denver airport yeah i've heard about denver airport I don't think we've talked about that before, have we? If I have, then this will be brilliant, but I'm talking about it again. I feel like it's... <sighs> no, I'm pretty sure you haven't, but I, th- I feel like I have a memory of you talking about it, but I think that was in our personal lives rather than on this podcast, because I feel like that was when we were like 16 years old. Mm. But I, Anyway, I'm going to talk about I, fucking Denver Airport. I barely remember anything about it other than it being a bit weird, so go ahead. Right, so uh, Denver Airport. A bit of background. It was opened in 1995 in Denver, Colorado, in the United States of Yankee Land. Funny that. And that's the only like opening note I have actually. So I don't know why I said to start off with. I did have another thing open. I don't know what I've done with it. Okay. Um. So let's start. No one really knows why it was built originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what the TikTok said, at least, because Denver already had a uh, airport. That was fine and fully functioning, but for some reason they were like, we need a new one. So they built a new one. Mm -hmm. This airport, no one actually really knows who funded it. Um, Uh It went $2 billion over budget and took two years longer. $2 billion Uh, was that? It went $2 billion over budget. Wow. And took two years longer to build than was expected or was outlined. And it says in it that it was paid for and constructed by the new world airport commission is who did the it new world that, airport commission yeah but the new world airport commission doesn't exist and never has existed interesting so that's a bit weird but on this airport a reason why it went um this is going to be a very rambling thing the new world to... airport organization yeah it's a bit of a weird name isn't it new world makes you think Mm. but um it's rumored that a big reason as to why it cost so much more and took so much longer was because it's got a massive five-story underground facility Mm -hmm. that was built underneath it and uh, this is actually i believe this is actually true it actually does have this this isn't like just someone's made this up but you know if you're working at denver airport and listening to this let me know Mm -hmm. um that would be that would and actually be a great help if any, if anyone has been to or works at Denver Airport. Let us know. Yeah, so they've got this big facility underneath, which people think could be like a bunker for the elites if an apocalyptic event was ever going to happen, because you know, of course, or something much more sinister. Mm. Um, it does say workers and officials say it's just an underground baggage system that was never used. But if okay. if you build a five-story underground facility i feel like you're gonna use it yeah that seems like a bit of a waste it's you yeah. know kind of reminds me of uh star wars what was it 1313 what a bit of a waste yeah massive waste yeah. and that was underground wasn't it it was yeah my radiator's just turned on i don't know if my mic picked that up but it, it, that wasn't me that noise didn't you get super spooked by your radiator turning on one time wasn't it like a ghostly geistly geist boost uh yeah probably there was the one time where we were haunted, if you remember that. I do remember that, but that wasn't the radiator. No, no. Um, yeah, I d- that definitely did happen. But uh, I was—I think I was in the middle. I was in the zone, in the middle of a super spooky thing, and then my radiator just went. 
scared the ever-loving shit out of me. I just confused myself by turning away from my mic to like rub my face and I looked up and saw me turned away from my mic and I was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, it's me. <laughs> Remember Fascinating. the, the visual comedy you had last week of you looking at yourself in the, the mirror was amazing. But, uh, Good shit. Denver airport. Anyway, anyway. Denver airport. <laughs> back to human trafficking. Anyway, back to human trafficking. We'll return to the chicken chow main later. <laughs> There's, um, if you look at any pictures of Denver Airport, which, do it, there's lots of really, don't do it yet, okay. but there's lots of really, really <laughs> weird, like, b- murals and paintings around that depict a lot of very strange things. Uh-huh. It could just be art, whatever, weird art, but there's, like, things depicting, like, destruction and death and, like, war and weird shit. It's just lots of very strange mm. paintings and murals around lots of bleakness and then darkness and death is what i'm hearing uh, yeah sure bleakness darkness and death everywhere to look and then there's also some gargoyles there uh-huh fascinating i'm looking at them and thinking man if only i could be one of them for the dream <laughs> um but they're like Good demonic weird gargoyles and it's like okay why are they there that's mm-hmm. kind of strange as well uh-huh um, but the 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 creme de la creme, the piece de resistance of um, the airport is a massive thirty-two foot tall statue of a blue Mustang, the horse. Not the car. Is sadly. outside. Yeah, not the scar. Scar. Not the car. That's outside the front. It welcomes you to the airport. It's called Blucifer. Uh, <laughs> it's massive, blue, a Mustang, as I already said, and it has glowing red eyes right you you can look up you can look up now um and also a bit of a bit of a fun fact when the artist was making blucifer my um, god the head of it fell off and killed him but then they finished it and installed it anyway what the fuck fucking weird ain't it that's wild blucifer's jacked i won't lie it's a mustang rory please it's very muscular there's wow. also one other mural which um which we will get to in a moment but our meeting is about to end so we're oh, gonna yeah, have that's to true. take sorry i got so caught up in denver airport i need to think about what i'm gonna sing maybe it'll be something by john denver <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear more about denver airport and my conspiracy theory which does not feature a blue horse but does feature the color blue somewhere in it you're gonna have to keep listening but for now, Dan's mm. going to hit you with some amazing intermission music. And we'll be back in, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds, roughly like that. Some, something like that. Something yeah. along those lines. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. I don't know if that's the name of the river, but it sounds like Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, flowing like a breeze. Country road, take me home, sing along to the place. And West Virginia, mountain mama, take me home. Flying Frogger Muffin? <laughs> Ribbit, I, I say. I thought it was it was topical because you are a frog and we were talking about an airport, so flying. Ah. So flying frog uh, muffin. I, I don't And muffins as well, because muffins. Because I could go for a muffin right now. Yeah. I need to actually eat something. I haven't actually eaten anything today. I had an apple when I got home. But it's not that healthy. Yeah, well, there's a reason. Have, have, have we ever explained why you we start the intermission or post-intermission with you saying something weird like that? No. Do you think we need to? No. Okay, we'll, we'll leave it at that then. All right, so Denver Airport. Um, <laughs> Forever what, be a what, else, what else was I talking about? There's another thing. There's another Mural thing. or something. Mural thingy. 
uh-huh. from Denver Airport, which is like a mine cart, and it says A-U-A-G on it. A-U-A-G. Let, let's see if uh, how your, your, your physics knowledge is. All unicorns are glorious. That's just so true. <laughs> just so true. Yeah, that's that's it. That's the end of the theory. Okay, cool. All unicorns are glorious. No, but AUAG, um, they're obviously the um, chemical symbols for silver and gold, or gold and silver. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, it's a, it's a minecart showing gold and silver. That would make sense. But also, the meaning is called into question when you find out that the founders of the airport, the founders of the airport, but we don't know who founded the airport. Right. Wow. Well, stay with me here. What the founders of the airport also <laughs> discovered a new deadly strain of hepatitis known as Australia antigen, also called AUAG. AUAG. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. been rumored that AUAG could be a po- a potent weapon in biological warfare, and this symbol that rests on the grounds of the airport could directly be linking to that biological warfare. Right. Weird, isn't it? So that's all that shit. Also, there's more. Mm-hmm. Um, but wait, there's the more. Airport has t- the, the airport has two secret runways, uh-huh. which people don't really know what they're used for, but I think most people assume that the government uses them for whatever reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the runways, if you look at the design of the runways, I think this one was a bit of a stretch, but I can kind of see it. Um, it's like that Bring Me the Horizon. It's not as much as a stretch as the Bring Me the Horizon album cover. But, you know, this was, wasn't was come up with by a massive fucking idiot, I assume. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was. Um, that out The design of the runways kind of looks like a swastika. Right. Denver Airport runways. Uh, yeah, I see it. Uh, yeah. I mean, it helps that it? they have a, these little red lines helping me out here. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that helps. Like, I could be persuaded, but I wasn't looking at it like... I, I don't view it as a slam dunk, you know. No, no, no. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you can see it. I I noticed they're also ignoring some of the other runways just to fit with the pattern. Yeah, and but. also it's like oh, you've got one pointing north, one south, one east, and one west, which is fairly typical. So it's like, so you know, you could have planes taking off in four separate directions at once, but or landing. No, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll back it. Yep, swastika. I'll back it. No, I'll back no it. doubt in my mind. <laughs> and also, final bit I have written down here. There is a time capsule that was installed on the runway, on the runway, at the airport, um, a year before it was opened in 1994, which this is where we get the um, New World Airport Commission on it because it says on the thing, like, oh, the, air- the New Airport mm-hmm. Commission, like, contributed or constructed this shit you know that thing um it's a time capsule on it which is not to be opened until 2094 and we don't actually know who installed this time capsule again it says new war new world airport commission but no one knows who that is mm-hmm. so except for the, the logical people who know that they developed hepatitis or whatever yeah of course <laughs> so the logical explanation obviously is that it was installed by the Freemasons. Now, oh yeah, of course. The Freemasons, if you're not aware of them, I'm not going to go into them here because I've found it so stressful coming up with new conspiracy theories that I've decided that for the next one, I'm going to dive headfirst into this Freemason shit because they come up so often in conspiracy theories. And I'm like, I'm going to get to the fucking bottom of this. <laughs> so, so in about two months time. <laughs> so look forward to that in about two months time. But yeah, Got those are all the weirdness around it. And I don't actually have written down any theories off the top of my head. I don't have them written down as to what it, why it could possibly be so weird. But I know a couple, so I'll just list them off. Obviously, Freemasons and Illuminati nonsense. So it's all satanic. Uh-huh. Which I could believe. Yeah. Lucifer and the horse and all of that. Have you, have you looked at the murals around? Because they're all really uh... fucking weird. There's lots of really, really fucking weird things there. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some of them, and they are a bit weird. Also, so, lots of rainbows around, so... There are lots of rainbows around, so that's... So, at least they're forward Or is it? Depends who you ask. Um, it's definitely not. Um, <laughs> no, it's not, of course it is. But <laughs> Very last supper yeah. of them, this one. So Nothing quite so Satanism think... like Jesus sharing bread. 
it's true so people think that it's like some kind of satanic thing i saw one person say that they think that the underground facility is actually the gates of hell and that's why they built this new airport because that's where the gates of hell was and they needed a front for it which one of the less believable things i'm not gonna lie but yeah i mean it definitely made me go hmm and there's other things like oh it's an underground bunker for all of the elites where to go if an apocalypse happens or like it's where they keep all of the children that they're allegedly human trafficking it's you know they eat people down there you know normal conspiracy conspiracy theory stuff anything to do with freemasons illuminati elites mm -hmm. and satanism any of that yeah. shit just just anything you can imagine that people have brought up with that stuff just imagine it's happening in that bunker under <laughs> denver airport but my one thing i have as a problem with it if that is where all of this shit was happening mm -hmm. why do they have all of these like scooby-doo clues around <laughs> like pointing to it why do they make it so bait that is a very good question i mean um sometimes it's kind of like a i don't know people Are they, like want... trying to please satan are they like false idols that they're creating uh i don't know it could be like um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm thinking like serial killers like to leave like traces, sort of thing. Mm. But I guess that's kind of like what I guess serial killers. A lot of them at least want to be discovered. You know, I can't see these people wanting their spooky place to be not even spooky, just their mm. you know underground secret bunker place, gate to hell, abandon all hope, ye who enter here or whatever to be discovered. So it's mm. a bit weird why would they leave these as you said scooby-doo clues around doesn't make mm. much sense doesn't speaking of abandoned hope you who enter here uh have you seen the film as above so below i have yeah recommend it if amazing you have, you have so good amazing so good one of the best horror films and a, a film that got so disrespected upon its release by mm. critics and audience members alike but anyone who viewed that film negatively when it came out needs to go back and watch it because it's incredible mm-hmm it is really really but, good it's like one it's one of the best found footage horror films i've ever seen i'd say i'd put it up there with like wreck it might be or, the best found footage horror film I've ever it seen. might be i'd still maybe have wreck number one but mm. that is spanish so if you want to watch the american version don't it's called quarantine watch the original <laughs> um and put up with the subtitles you little bitch yeah um, you'll, be, you'll be fine you're, you're man enough you know how to read yeah exactly but uh yeah that's that's all i got on the denver airport so uh who do you think is to do with it i think it's just a bit weird i just think they made some weird um artistic choices with it i don't think is there's... it satanism is it the elites is it the freemasons or is it just weird art i think it's just weird art even though i do think that i i am akin to the belief of the elite holding a lot more power and doing a lot more weird things than people suspect I don't see them having their grubby little fingers in Denver Airport. I don't see why they would, you know, and other than... Because they want to be in the most luxurious place in the world, which is Denver, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, of all places to pick, I mean, I would I would pick, I don't know, um, Hawaii, the Bahamas, Malta. Yeah, somewhere nice. Somewhere somewhere quite nice. I don't know if Denver Colorado. Gozo. Yeah. yeah, Blue Lagoon, that would that would be a great Gozo would be a fantastic shout. That's where mm. I would is go. The Blue, the Blue Lagoon is in Gozo, right? Uh it's Malta? in between. So it's not technically in Gozo or in the main island of Malta. It's on an like a tiny island in between. Okay. That's but, got a name, I don't remember it though. Yeah, I can't remember it either. The Beautiful, stunning, stunning place, though. Do you I, I, I kind of wish we went back there when we went to Malta. But yeah. We'll go again in the future. Do you, do you want to go to Malta sometime soon? Because I want to visit all of the ancient, like, stuff. The stuff that... Old for, for the podcast, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. For, uh, I want to go to where those children disappeared. <laughs> well, um, Lipple Jail to House Safwini. Is that yeah. what it was called? I also want to... pronounced by myself. I also want to go to the place that uh, Old Watch's name mentioned in that um, Ancient Apocalypse documentary. What place? You know, he said you watched Ancient Apocalypse, right? On Netflix. Oh no, I never actually got around to watching that. Oh, you should watch it because in episode two or three, there's all these ancient like temples and churches and stuff which are built on Malta, and there's like oh yeah, there's tons of old shit on Malta, tons and tons. There's of like a load of them, and I want to go to them. 
so it was conquered so many different times and was such a like a key strategic point for so many of like the main empires that there's so much like old school shit on there mm. but there's stuff that's older than old allegedly yeah which makes yeah. you think makes you think makes you think but uh speaking of older than old though and motor um this will be quick do you see have you seen seaspiracy or cowspiracy any of those documentaries uh no i tend to avoid them because i already i I feel like i already know most of the details so i don't like to depress myself you know okay well they're making a new one which might be a bit more palatable for someone of you it's called christspiracy okay that that one yeah and i i just it's not coming it's not it just says coming soon so i don't know when it's coming out but i just thought i'd put that on your radar because i thought christ conspiracy yeah i'll watch that one because you know with me like uh, you know i don't want to shoehorn every everything that i'm vegan but um you know with me being vegan like vegan for the animals not you know vegan for dietary reasons stuff like seaspiracy and cowspiracy just i find really depressing so i'm just not because i know i know this stuff happens so i don't want to watch it you know don't watch earthlings though i have watched earthlings and that's awful it's just depressing me phoenix yeah I think it was anyway, Phoenix. You know. I'm pretty sure Joaquin Phoenix too, because he's vegan, isn't he? Yeah, so, he is. Um, but anyway, that's 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 Denver Airport and Christspiracy and um, whatever other thing I mentioned. History Freemasons. Of, history of the Freemasons and Malta separately. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> coming soon to a podcast near you. Anyway, Rory, what have you got for me? As if your mind wasn't blown enough by Denver Airport and Blucifer. Did you pick up on the fact that I said Blucifer killed the person who made it, by the way? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I also... I think that's just an accident. Or is it Satan? <laughs> that is, I mean, uh, I think it was just an accident, but uh, it's kind of wild. Is it actually called Blucifer, or is that just like a nickname? I think that's it? like the nickname given to it. Oh, okay. I don't okay. know if that's the official name. You said something about Blucifer, and I can't remember what it was. Some, there was something silly you said, which you like stumbled over your words and said two words that meant the same thing. Not important, but uh, I wanted to call you out on it, but now I can't even remember what it is. <laughs> that sounds like something. Sounds like something I'd do. Yeah. It was probably like uh, polite and wearing a suit sort of thing, where I said the same thing about four times. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, my conspiracy theory is slightly more light-hearted, I guess. Not really set in the real real world. I thought I'd, you know, think of my of my my hero Matt Pat. And uh, go to a conspiracy theory about a piece of pop culture. So I thought, what better piece of pop culture to go to than the very best piece of pop culture, very best film, best fucking film ever made, The Blues Brothers. So turns out there aren't... Go ahead. Have you seen the Five Nights at Freddy's film yet? Uh, No, I haven't. Okay, I won't say anything then. But go on. Turns out there aren't that many... Blues Brothers conspiracy theories. At least not about, you know, the making of the film or anything like that, because there's nothing, there's just nothing like that. Mm. But there are some, some conspiracy theories about the characters and their motives, kind of. Okay. So I've got two here for you. The second one, I just found these on a Reddit post. I can't remember the user, so credit them. <laughs> credit that user. The second one is kind of just like, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think it's just, you know, what happens in the film. But we'll get onto that one. The first conspiracy theory is the Elwood Blues suffers mm-hmm. from an eye condition, which he's had since birth, or at least since he was very young, which makes him extremely sensitive to light. Okay. This is why he is never seen without his sunglasses. Even at night, he's still got his sunglasses on throughout the whole Blues Brothers film. The first one. The only one. Mm-hmm. The masses, anyway. Yeah. He's never seen without his glasses. His sunglasses. He's wearing them the whole film. Every single scene. He's in. And uh, in the Blues Brothers 2000, which we don't talk about, but it exists. So It has some great performances in it. B.B. Mm-hmm. King does, um, I think, How Blues Can, How Blues Can You Get. Mm-hmm. I think he does a performance of that in it, which is like a big climax at the end with loads of people in it. That's a good performance, but the rest of, yeah, the rest of the film ain't great. Yeah. Kind of the Blues Brothers without Belushi. No, not at all. But when he's visiting Curtis's son, Cab, in that film, um, he is asked to remove <laughs> his, his glasses. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Curtis's son is called Cab. That's, that's good. I'll allow it. Yeah. But he's asked to remove his glasses, and as he does so, he shields his eyes with his forearm. 
Meanwhile, Cab is uh, looking up Elwood. It says Elwood's rap sheet, which I'm assuming is like a criminal record or something like that. Yeah, that is uh, what a rap sheet is, yes. Cool, good to know. Um, so when he's looking that up, he sees that even in the mugshot, he's wearing sunglasses still. So And then he reads up his file, and from the information that he's looking at, he um, obviously sees medical history or something like that, which is why he's like, oh, you could put your glasses back on. He doesn't especially, it doesn't show him reading medical history, and it doesn't show his medical history or anything like that, but as he's reading it, he just says he could put his sunglasses back on, which he, you know, he does and stops covering his eyes. Mm -hmm. So... That's why he's wearing glasses or sunglasses the whole time. We do see Makes Jake. Sense to me. We do see Jake without sunglasses, but so the reason he doesn't have this eye conditioning. So, but the reason he's wearing them could be like you know he doesn't want his brother to be self conscious about you know being the odd one out you know always wearing these dark glasses. So that's why he always wears them too, sort of thing. So that's yeah. the that's the theory, the conspiracy theory number one. And honestly, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I think I, I, I think that could be fact, to be honest. Um, uh, yeah. Especially with the way he covers his eyes. I don't know if it's just a gag. Like he doesn't like his eyes being seen. Maybe he's got I don't know, like a scar on his eye or something like that. But there is, there's clearly something to do with the character not liking to show his eyes. So the reason for yeah. that could be this. Could be something else I just said. Could be. I thought you were gonna actually. Maybe it will come up. Come up on what? Uh, I thought you were going to mention something else to do with the film, which not really a theory, but just a little interesting thing about one of the characters. But uh, you can mention that because I, 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 if it comes up in the second one, I don't know if it will. So, um, it's just about um Jake's uh, tattoo on his hand. Because mm-hmm. if you know Jake, Jake and Elwood, they have the tattoos. Uh huh. Jake Elwood. But uh-huh. Jake also has a cross on his hand with three little dashes above it. Okay. Um, I don't know if Elwood has it as well. I don't think so. And there's conflicting reports as to what this could mean. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty obvious as to what it means. One thing, um, also Charlie Scene's brother from Hollywood and Dead has the same tattoo. But I feel like his is a, for a different reason. So the main thing you see is that it's a... Pachuco, I think that might be how it's pronounced, Pachuco Cross, which is a tattoo that Mexican gang members get. Mm -hmm. So that would be a bit of an odd one as to why why would he have a Mexican gang member's tattoo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, this Italian-American man. Yeah, yeah. but then I believe the actual reason is because it's a cross that was used by a predominantly white Chicago street gang, um, which were called... Simon City Royal, I believe is what I have it down, or just the Royals, mm-hmm. was a Chicago street gang. And they got that tattoo as well. Okay. So I'm assuming it's a reference to that being that he spent so much time in prison, he probably had to hang out with one of the cliques. That was probably one of the cliques. So he got the tattoo. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. No, that wasn't going to come up, but that's that's an interesting little factoid, a little Easter egg thrown in there. The, no, I've, I've, I have seen the tattoo, but I've never looked up its meaning. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's it's good with a film like Blues Brothers, where you're always learning new things about it, despite you know mm-hmm. always having seen it loads of times and enjoyed yeah. so much of it. Always learning it new also things. Begs the, it also begs the question of Charlie Scene's brother: Is it a Blues Brothers tattoo or is it a Mexican gang tattoo? <laughs> Let's say it was a Blues Brothers tattoo. Yeah, I, I'd be more inclined to believe it is, because mm. I don't know why they'd be at a Mexican gang. <laughs> If I was covered in tattoos, I'm talking like covered, covered. I was thinking, are we going to get the Blues Brothers tattoos? Are you going to get Rory on your hand and I'll get Daniel like going across both hands like Elwood has it? That's what I, I mean, I've thought about it, but I don't know if I would actually get it, you know? No. Only if I'm like totally covered. Like I've got a few tattoos, but not enough, you know? I don't have any. Yeah, for me to get a hand tattoo. That would be very Elwood. Yeah. Because he doesn't have any of them that Mm. I know of. He might have the cross as well but i don't know but yeah there's a little bit of a factoid i thought i'd bring up i appreciate that the second theory that i have to do with the blues brothers is that they are really on a mission from god and that because of this they are protected by god okay so uh obviously the penguin tells them that they need five thousand dollars to keep the orphanage open 
And mm. uh, then on, no matter what happens around them, no matter what m- mess they get themselves into with the amount of people chasing them, you know, the the Nazis, the police, the good old boys. Uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher with a fucking rocket launcher and various other, you know, military grade equipment. They escape it. Escape. They escape it all perfectly unscathed. I don't know. Their suits get a bit mucky. Their suits do get a bit mucky, but they are fine in terms of their physical health. Maybe not their mental health, but their physical health is fine. Um, the reason they escape this all isn't because of you know their own ability or luck, but it is because of divine intervention. Because God wants the orphanage to stay open, so intervenes with them to complete their mission. Which is why, spoiler alert, the moment they get caught is the moment they af- directly after they hand over the money. And it goes through. Yeah. I, I, is that not just the plot of the film? Yeah, that's what I thought. because they, they, I, are, they literally say they are on a mission from God. That's yeah. the whole thing, is that they are on a mission from God. I think what it is, is the person who wrote this thought that that was just like a catchy like line. You know, oh, we're on a mission from God. But... When I was thinking, they won't catch us. We're on a mission from God. He literally says that, no? Yeah, exactly. But when I when I was looking, when I read this, and there was also a comment on it, which pretty much says the same thing that I was thinking, which is, you know, when they go to the church with uh, with James Brown as as the as the like uh, pastor, um, <laughs> James Brown as pastor is definitely the thumbnail. James. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you like I was like, what's he giggling about? Because I knew it wasn't. I knew it was something to do with what he just said. I was like, well, what's, what's it gonna be? Did, did he find the way he said pasta funny? Because you said it correctly. <laughs> James Brown as pasta. There you go. <laughs> good, good shit. Good shit. But yeah, in that he's they. There's like the light that comes down and it illuminates Jake, and he's like the band. That's God yeah. telling him in no uncertain terms to get the band back together to save the orphanage. I don't yeah, think I don't literally. think that this that's, is a conspiracy I I, theory. I think it's the plot of the film. <laughs> I don't know if that's up for interpretation. I guess that's something you like if you're not really thinking about it, you just think, "Ha, ah, it's like a eureka moment or something." But I'm pretty sure that's literally God telling him that. Yeah, I don't They're on a mission from God after all. They are literally on a mission from God. It's it's the case, you know. So mm. that's that's the second conspiracy theory. Not really yeah. a conspiracy theory. I mean, it's such a good conspiracy theory that I think it is just fact. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, maybe it's not really it, a theory. maybe if maybe he's um I don't maybe he's saying the film he's thinking that the film is from the perspective of I don't know Jake. So he's, I, I would say Jake is the main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's seeing it as kind of like a internal monologue die of a wimpy kid sort of things i don't know why that's the film that i decided to pick out but if all the, in- the book but yeah <laughs> yeah of all the internal monologue things that i pick out that's the one that i go for maybe he's seeing it in that kind of vibe so it's only jake seeing this but then again then i would think that it could be in his head and it could be a eureka moment but it he is the only one seeing it elwood doesn't see it and he's right next to him so i don't know I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I know. think maybe he's just saying it as like the oh we're on a mission from God. It's like oh it's funny because like they they are trying to fa- save a Catholic orphanage or whatever. So they mm. they're being holy and that. And he's like oh it's a funny line. Whereas in actuality they actually are, and that's why they're able to do all of this stuff. But um I guess it depends how you see the film. If you just see it as like oh they're just really lucky. They're on a mission from God. haha and stuff. But I do think person... it's almost funnier to view it in a way of them being insanely lucky. Yeah. I, I I would say both of those theories are just fact. And on that bombshell, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Extremely Uninteresting podcast. We hope you have enjoyed. Follow us on Instagram at Extremely Uninteresting. Like all of our posts, or as many as you could stomach lighting before your finger feels a bit tired. Give us a review, preferably five stars. Give us a rating. You know, if you're listening to this on Spotify, just go press on our name, go to the top, Give us a rating. It doesn't have to be five stars. Five star would be great, but any rating helps us out as long as it's not one or two or three stars. So, <laughs> <laughs> anything else to add, Dan Wood? Um, <laughs> well, Dan or Duck? I, I don't think say. so. I'm trying. I I think I've I found this one picture, and I think Elwood might have that cross tattoo as well. Mm-hmm. 
but I don't know if that's an actual shot from the film. So, because there's definitely a shot of Jake's hand with the cross on. Yeah. But then the only thing I could find with Elwood is just, you know, his, his hands on the steering wheel. Yeah. But then there's this other image which has like two lots of hands, mm-hmm. but I'm not familiar with that. So maybe he has the cross as well, but not sure. And the Nostalgia Critic is like, he doesn't like the Blues Brothers. Oh, what a dick. I know, right? He's so wrong. The Nostalgia Critic is currently considering making his own version of the Blues Brothers soundtrack in the same way that he did to The Wall. And I feel we need to go on a mission from God to stop him. Honestly, that would that would probably be the worst thing that could ever happen, <laughs> to be honest. That's the premise of our first uh, feature-length film. <laughs> on a mission from God to stop the Nostalgia Critic from <laughs> ruining the Blues Brothers. I'm in. Gather around the podcast and sing our outro song. Our P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O-U-T-R-O song. And if you don't think that we can sing it faster than you're wrong, it'll help if you just sing along. Bom, bom, bom. P-O-D-C-A-T-O-U-L-S-O-G 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 P-O-D-C-